1: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state
0: law. Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to the Violet Sanctuary Spa, your online holistic spa radio show that inspires, informs, and empowers you to live a wonderful holistic life, which gets better each day. Join Tia as she will help you on your journey. She'll love to hear from you. Call in at 619-996-1641. International callers, just press the Skype button. And now your host, creator of the Valley Sanctuary Spa, certified Gateway Dreaming Coach, Angel Therapy Practitioner, and certified Crystal Healer, Tia Johnson. Hello and welcome. Yay! Woo! Throw confetti in the air. Today is Friday. One of my favorite days of the week. I'm very happy to be talking today about the book and goddesses and all that greatness. This is the last Friday of the month. Next week starts May. Wow, right? (laughs) This will also be the last Friday where I talk about um, the goddesses in my book. Um, These are the last three goddesses, the goddesses we're talking about today. And um, I'm very excited to be talking about these goddesses because um, they're all very important. I mean, there are more than the 13 goddesses stated in this book. But the 13 goddesses I'm going to be talking about really helped me in, you know, gathering the material and putting together for this book. So before I get into the final goddesses of the book, I just want to do a little housekeeping event so uh May is a very important month on May um actually I'll start off with this month. <laughs> so next Thursday will be the webinar um for chakra healing. So if you want some if you want to get some chakra healing, you know you feel a little bit out of balance, whatever the case may be, you know, you can join in on this webinar. All webinars are um free the monthly webinars. That is they're free and I I just love doing them. I get really good feedbacks uh from the webinars and I'm actually changing the format uh or the platform because I had issues with the um that the platform I used to use. So um the the webinar is called Chakra Balancing, embracing your divine energy. So I thought this was really good to um uh, to uh start to do, talk about this month in a webinar because um, we are about to transition into, you know, an, another portion of the year. We start off with the sp- uh, still fall weather, and, it's, you know, we're embracing spring, and then, you know, May comes, and bam, June's here, and it's summertime. So I thought this would be a nice sort of checkup, you know, of our, our energy, and that's what chakras are. They are our energy centers of the body. They're, they're spinning wheels. So if you want to participate in that webinar, you can head on over to Violet St. uh Spa um, Events tab, and if you just click on the Events tab, um, you can uh, register. You can see the information about the webinar there and register for it. I'm very excited to be doing that webinar, hosting it. So it's going to be fun. And some people already registered, so thank you to those who have registered. I'm very, 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 very excited to be doing that webinar. Okay, next is drum roll, which had a drum roll, the book launch party, yay! So people have already RSVP'd. I'm so excited because this has really been um, years in the making, just from, uh, you know, the the rough draft material of writing the, you know, book and then uh, having it edited and everything that was just involved publishing, getting it formatted so it can be uh, sold as an an e-book and, you know, find the design Uh, the uh, designer for the cover all that greatness so uh, finally this is the official launch of um, to be goddess and it will be the kickoff to a book launch uh, book signing tour so if you would like to participate in the uh, book launch party which will include food and cupcakes (laughs) i love cupcakes um meet and greet, Q&A session, so it's more than than just a book signing. So, again, if you want to participate in that, you can um, go to Violet Sanctuary Spa uh, forward slash dash launch dash party, or you can just go to VioletSanctuarySpa.com forward slash events, and if you scroll down to the May section, uh, you can click on – here where it stays book launch party at the Please Touch Museum R S V P here. And when you R S V P you um are guaranteed a um grab bag of goodies, spiritual goodies. Uh next, because people have asked <laughs> I get emails. This uh all the shows uh for the Valley Sanctuary spot are recorded and you can get them on um iTunes as a podcast, so if you want to listen to me on the go, <laughs> or uh, you know whenever, wherever, you can go to iTunes. Uh, you know, go in the search box, type in Valley Sanctuary Spa or the Valley Sanctuary Spa, um, and and my my radio shows will will appear there, and you can download as you wish. Um, books, if you would like to purchase your copy of uh, To Be Goddess. You know, whether it's the Kindle, Nook, or physical copy, you can also go on my website. You can go on com forward slash books, and you can purchase it there, or you can just come to the book launch party,
1: <laughs> and
0: I will see you there when you purchase the book. Um, Next newsletter. In my newsletter, um, I for those who... Uh, subscribe, first-time subscribers. You will receive a 30-page workbook called Your 2014 Divine Manifestation Workbook, and in that workbook, I include um, posters for you to fill out and print. Um, thought-provoking questions, I created a crystal calendar, I'm a, I'm a certified crystal healer, so what I did was I just meditated and, you know, contacted Crystal Kingdom and just asked them which crystal should people use for this month, so it was really cool, I had, I had a lot of fun creating that workbook, and it really just stems from um, 2013 um, workbook, which was just eight pages, and it was uh how to create a, a dream board to help you manifest. And I received a lot of great positive responses from that workbook. So I decided to see and make a 30-page workbook. So I guess next year uh, it would have to be an extra 22 pages or something like that. <laughs> so, um, or extra uh, 12 pages, something like that. So, um, yeah, that will be um, fun to do, to see what I workbook I, I'll create for 2015. So now, take a deep breath, all that blast of energy in the beginning. Um, So the remaining three goddesses, Uh, let's see here as I flip the pages to go to the chart. So in the book, I have a chart here, it's a very long chart. It's about, let's see, well, it, it starts on page 11 and it continues to page 13, so it's quite, it's, quite a big chart it it really just states goddesses or goddess and her symbol or animal so now as I flip to the last page here now let's see because last week I discussed Kali, Lilith, Keridwin, and Lakshmi this week it will be Aphrodite, Pele, and Ishil. how amazing is that So Aphrodite, start with her since she's next in line. She is a Grecian goddess of beauty, love, and pleasure. Her symbols are the ocean, seashells, golden apples, mirror, triangle, dolphin, dove, and swan. Now, when I meditate with um, Aphrodite or I meditate with the attention of you know, self-love and, and etc. I always picture a woman um, just taking a really nice bubble bath in a, in a clam, you know, shaped bathtub, and it's just really beautiful. there's different hues of pink, so sort there's of like a peachy pink, pink, regular pink. you know, there's a lot of soft colors, pastel pink and lots of bubbles. I just get that there's this really, really nice energy. Excuse me, I took a sip of my coffee. And um, just working with um, um, Aphrodite is different than working with Quan Yin, because I know I spoke about Quan Yin um, a couple of episodes ago. I think she was was in the first episode. And her energy is very soft and compassionate, and, you know, her colors are also pink and so forth. But remember, every goddess has her own energy. So while, yes, they both deal with um, the colors of pink and to some extent compassion, Aphrodite really is about love and beauty, whereas Quan Yin really focuses on being compassionate about, you know, others, having an understanding, you know, healing and all that that other um, greatness. So, so not to confuse you when you think, oh, well, wait a minute, you know, Kuan Yin deals with, you know, compassion. Her energy is really soft. It's a different type of energy. And also, you know, Kuan Yin deals with fertility. So, and, and about, you know, helping people, hearing the prayers and and, and answering those prayers where Aphrodite is not um, working with prayers and healing. She's focusing on love, beauty, and you know, self-love. Self-love can be healing, but not in a sense of Quan Yin healing others. It's healing yourself in a sense through love. So I wanted to go to chapter. Let's see, because I put my tab out here, and I talk about Aphrodite in discovering your origin chapter, rediscovering your origins. So in chapter two, part. 2 Part 2 talks about the goddess you are. So, in <clears throat> chapter 2, Rediscovering your origins. I have here, when sleeping women wake, mountains move. And that's a Chinese proverb. Then I wrote each goddess has a point of origin. For example, Aphrodite, the goddess of love, beauty and sex is Grecan. However, she is from foam, sea foam as her name implies, in a way we can associate our origins with the sea as well. For example, we are mostly made up of water, while in the womb we are surrounded by water and we need water to survive. What I would like for you to do is ask about the day when you were born and then think about the day you knowingly began your spiritual journey. These are two different births. That will trigger an awakening process because you will be tapping into the dust of your of the physical and you will as well tap into the spiritual you. Thus remembering who you truly are and what you are meant to do on this beautiful planet. So in this chapter, again, I discuss rediscovering your origins. Some people know, you know their family lineage. Some don't. Um, I, I also talk about um, helping people who uh, were adopted rediscover their origins because it's all in our cellular memory. And then I have here, you know, asking a few questions, asking yourself a few questions, and so forth. So even though Aphrodite is not a goddess who would help us rediscover, you know, who we are, for example, she doesn't deal with past lives. She does provide a great example of if we dig a little further we will see that we are more than, you know, fill in a blank. So while she is a Gracan goddess, she is of the sea, foam, you know. So she's her her origins go even further, you know, back. So, you know, it takes some time to rediscover who you are, even on a spiritual level. You know, you are who you are. So you may be a male, a female, um, wherever your your um your background, but then look a little further, maybe you may rediscover some family um um scenario where maybe you origin your family originated elsewhere but then moved somewhere and settled there and then, you know, um they considered themselves of that area. So it's it's really interesting to take the time to do that, and that's really what I address in that chapter is to help you fully understand who you are, and starting off with Aphrodite. So let's flip the page here, and let's figure out some ways that we can work with Aphrodite. Just like with the other um, shows right? discussed um, a, a quick and simple ritual, um, crystals and flowers you can work with. I thought that it was just really cool just to go down the list, you know, and, um, and work with the goddesses that way, and especially on the show, because it'll give you um, great ideas on how you can work with the goddess, because the, let me see, the chapter two... And let me see, is this section three? Yes. So chapter two, um, invoking the goddess and goddess rituals. And part three, which is the goddess you will continue to be. And I have here, do what you will and harm none, which is part of the we can read. um, I talk about simple rituals. So let's go here to Aphrodite. Accepting and receiving love, what you will require. And uh, this is a guideline. Again, even though it stays required, this is just something that I actually suggest a picture of Aphrodite or pearls, an open clam um pink, red, blue, or white candle, and the reason why I picked these colors and those symbols is because that's what I was instructed to do. you know a lot of, a great portion of this book um material is a result of meditation and just asking questions. And also for those people who are visual, like myself, we need the picture, we need to see things. And you can say, you know, I, uh, uh, Aphrodite, I invoke you into my sacred space. You know, you could, you could say, I invoke you, Goddess Aphrodite, into my sacred space to grant me the ability to see the love that's already in my world, to attract more love into my world, and to be able to accept and receive love from a balanced state. So, again, this is all about loving yourself. And once you do that, you will discover so much more about yourself. And, again, that's another reason why I opened Chapter 2, Part 2, um, with Aphrodite, because it really is about as much love as you can give yourself. And how else can you discover the depths of yourself if you, you, know, if you don't love yourself? So all that goes hand in hand because what you what you love you tend to explore more, you know, you you just want to learn more and more and more about it and do more things, do more great things. And you know, as you do that, you know, that that whole process will be felt by others and then they will want to do the same thing. So, what you're doing here is really creating a domino effect and once people feel that That energy, they'll continue on, and they'll do it. Someone else will pick up on it. Or they just may show someone how to um, do these um, rituals, how to love themselves, and so forth. So let's take a deep breath. Release. And let's just ask a question, Aphrodite, how can I learn to love myself better? How can I... Rediscover my origins. So take a deep breath and just ask the questions. And don't worry if you don't receive anything right away. There have been times where people... um, Personal People can private message me and from the chat room and people would say, oh, you know, I didn't see anything. What does that mean? And I just tell them, don't worry, you know, because you're opening up yourself maybe for the first time or maybe you tried and then you, you gave it a break. So don't beat yourself up. It's okay. You know, working with goddesses, you know, angels and so forth, it does take practice. You know, you have to get used to the energies. You have to um, be ready to embrace what you see and so forth so when you um when you do these things just know that um, it's okay when you receive these um these messages and so forth or if you don't receive them you know again you can you can have the chance to do so And it looks like I lost my connection just a moment as I log back on to Blog Talk Radio. Bear me one moment. I just received an error report that Firefox crashed. we go. Yay, I'm back. (laughs) Sorry for that. Let's just relaunch the chat room here in case anyone wants to ask questions. And I will take a caller here from 805 area call. Hello, you're on the air.
1: Oh, hi. How are you? My name's Donna. Hi. Hi, Donna. Um, How are you? Good. This is the first time tuning into your show. I don't know, do you give channeled messages or that you might have
0: one for me, or I mean, I don't know how you work. Oh yeah, I I do give channel messages. Uh, actually, a great portion of the book—you uh, missed it earlier in the show—I was saying that a lot of the information that I give in the book is through channel messages um, from the goddesses in the book. Oh. So do okay. You, do you have a particular question?
1: Well, I wanted to know if um, a friend of mine passed away. He's been telling me for many, many years that he was leaving me in his trust, and I wanted to know if he did so with the lawyer and if abundance was coming my way. He was very.
0: Oh, oh, okay. I see. You're just saying through that. Oh, okay. Um, so you were breaking up a little bit. You said that your friend passed away, passed and, away. and he left you.
1: He said he was or... leaving me something in his trust. Um, and I wanted to know if he was sincere and if this was coming my way. I mean, if you channeled um, that abundance was coming my way. I felt like I had a soul connection with him.
0: Oh, okay. I see what you're just saying. Okay. Well, I, I don't do the, uh, the mediumship part and pick up on when they left off. But what I will do is pull a card for okay. you and see what happens in okay. there. Okay? All
1: right.
0: Thank you. Not Thanks. a problem. So, let's see here. I, I have the Angel Tarot cards here by Doreen Virtue and Radley Valentine. Mm-hmm. And I will shuffle and then, let's see here. I will shuffle these cards and then whenever you're ready, you can say stop and I'll pick a card. Stop. All right. There we go. Okay, so two, actually three cards began to stick out. So... Uh, You could pick a number one, two, or three. Three. All right. Okay. And the card that popped up actually is six of earth, gifts of money, time, or effort, new career opportunities, receiving a loan or payment of bills. So with with that being said, I would say that something was left to you. To what extent? I don't know. But I actually do want to pull another card here for you because I was just urged to pick another card. And this one came up, King of Air, Brilliant, Impartial, Professional, and Diplomatic Speaker. Mind, with confidence, seek out professional advice, balance, mental, and emotional considerations. So I would say check with uh, whomever he talked to. I know his lawyer can't give up anything, but maybe, I don't know, a family member, a close friend, someone who can guide you in the right direction, or even you can talk to a lawyer again and, you know, ask the question, how can I proceed with, you know, finding out X, Y, Z?
1: Yeah, I'm waiting for their lawyer, his lawyer, to call me.
0: Oh okay. Do you know what I mean? there, oh okay, yeah. okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. So um yeah, this um if they don't contact you, you know, definitely follow up. And but yeah, the two cards. I don't up know up how here. to follow
1: up. Yeah, I don't know how to follow up. I don't have any numbers or phone numbers or anything. Oh, okay, but there I isn't think the anyone lawyer, like uh, mm-hmm. No. But I think the lawyer is supposed to get a hold of you. I mean, I'm sure he has my information, my phone number and my address,
0: you know. Oh, okay. it takes but, a while,
1: though. Doesn't it take a while?
0: It, it, it can, but what, what I'm saying is just to make sure, because people do get busy, you know, and then they, they create a triage, you know, what's more important, and you may, your issue may not be as important to this lawyer as other issues. So I would just say, you know, still, you know, you Google his office number or something like that and follow up with him, you know, still.
1: I don't know the name of him, the lawyer, his lawyer. I just know that he made a trust with the lawyer, but I don't know his name or anything. So I guess it's just a waiting game, huh? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Too bad I didn't have any paperwork or anything, but I didn't.
0: Wow, and no family members, anyone. Wow, that can, hmm. Yeah.
1: Oh, well, well I'll just wait, I
0: guess. <laughs> I'm sorry if you have to wait like that. <laughs> wow. That's. I know. The wedding game is no fun.
1: No. (laughs) Oh, well. Okay. Okay. Well, nevertheless, it looks good. Pulled some good cards.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, you know, just keep praying. (laughs) Hang in there. Exactly. Exactly. Okay.
1: All right. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it.
0: Oh, you're welcome.
1: Have a nice day now.
0: You too. Thank you. All right, so where was i with well, Aphrodite yeah so if you um if you don't receive any messages, it's okay don't um don't get too worried, don't think oh no, you know i I did something wrong, you didn't that's fine, so again, just make sure that you have a pen and paper or uh yeah, a pen and paper or maybe a pencil with you actually. I take that back. Don't have a pencil because I don't want you erasing anything. You know, you may receive a good message that you just may doubt and just not want to, um, and not want to, uh, to pay that any in mind. I don't want you to erase anything, so use a pen. For crystals and flowers, flowers to use for Aphrodite. The cherry blossom because it promotes romance, and red rose because it promotes love. Crystals, moonstone because it is the embodiment of the goddess, and diamond because it represents love and purity. So, working with Aphrodite really will help you to break down, bust through, jump over <laughs> whatever you, uh, uh, whatever boundaries you may have, or you know, defensive walls you may have regarding love and, and loving yourself, and all that, you know. Greatness. So you can you could use these flowers, you can use these crystals, you can hold the crystal in your hand and set the attention that, um, Goddess Aphrodite, please help me with, you know, filling the blank, Loving myself, loving my partner, embracing love, seeing the beauty around me, all that other. Um Let me see, all that other uh, greatness that you can work with. And I was just looking at... Okay, yeah. I wanted to... Actually, let's see here. I was looking at another chapter, but I think I will save that for later. So, next goddess on the list here is Pele. And I really like Pele. I remember when I saw one of her... um, pictures for the first time, I was shocked because the vision I had of her was a fiery goddess coming from a volcano. At the time, I didn't realize, excuse me, that it was a volcano. I just saw fire and, like, you know, an explosion of energy, you know, and then the goddess was just like, bam, I'm here. <laughs> so I was just thinking, wow, this is pretty awesome. <clears throat> excuse me. Get us some coffee here. And I was just thinking what awesome energy. And I remember also um, when I saw, uh, actually, that was the vision I had of her, excuse me, when I first saw a picture of Pele, I remember lowering my eyes. It was like, oh, my God, this picture, you know, this goddess is so beautiful. I can't look. And then I, I read up on her, and it was very interesting because I forget where I read this, but in the passage, as stated, uh, her, her her beauty was just so amazing, so magnifying that people couldn't look at her. And I'm thinking, wow, that's exactly what happened to me when I saw her projected lower in my eyes. i like, oh, my gosh. So that was really um, interesting. And also, when you work with these, when you discover, before you even work with them, when you discover, guys, please pay attention to the things you do, you know, whether it's over your eyes, like, oh, man, it's such a so beautiful, like, wow, that's wow. – pay attention to that because, again, everything is in your cell memory, you know, your past lives, everything. So you may have very well worked with any one of these goddesses I mentioned <laughs> this month, okay, in your past life, and you tend to just naturally know, you know, what to do and so forth. You know, keep that in mind. And and when I say that I worked with these goddesses, discovered them, I literally did discover. It's more so that they just revealed them, themselves to me. I, I read a lot, okay. I have a fully stocked 3 shelved bookcase. I have um, I guess a treasure chest full of books, and then I have another bookcase. So, reading is a great Way to get to know these goddesses and discovering more goddesses. And they're just like points along a path. So you read one book, which leads you to another book, which leads you to another book. And that's how you discover things. So Pele is the volcanic Hawaiian goddess of fire, transformation, seduction, passion, and heart's true desire. So you can see in the chart that I have here for these goddesses, you can see the... The wave of energy changing. For example, um, in the beginning, the the goddesses we worked with all about balance, you know. Um, then it it goes on to um, wisdom, understanding, and then the the bulk, the middle part, the four goddesses I talked about last week. It was really intense energy, really getting down to nitty gritty, really just having that raw energy understanding, you know, your purpose, blasting through um, um, defensive walls, blasting through any boundaries. And now it's kind of evening out again, and you'll notice that in your journey. So even when you're reading this book, you start off light, right? You know, just like the first day of class, like, oh, it's the first day of class, we just got to know each other. You know, and then towards the middle of the semester, things get serious, <laughs> right? And then towards the end, it's it's a relief. You're at the end. You're wrapping up everything. So this is exactly how this book flows. But it's like you're talking to a friend. <laughs> so it's just like, you know, you start off and so forth, just as I explained. So working with uh, Pele, you will experience the intensity of transformation um, you know, getting in touch with your heart's true desire. Her symbols are fire, white dog, and volcano. And just as I said earlier, my initial vision of her was, you know, a woman blasting through, you know, with this fiery energy. So let's take a deep breath. Because <sighs> there's just so much energy going on. And a way you can work with Pele, as I flip through the chapter here to get to my tab, There are the the crystals and the flower work that you can use. And just as I stated earlier, um, again, I just meditated and asked, what are some of the crystals that can be used? What are the flowers that can be used as well? So for Pele, the Bansia, which ignites divine flame and passion. And again, if you really want to work on igniting you know, you really having that, that drive, you know, to do what you want to do, be that trailblazer, just change gears in life. You know, Pele is great at helping you do this. Interesting, because last week when I talked about Goddess Calling, and um, I gave some examples of the negative thinking people can have why they can't do certain things, you know, because whatever um, limitations they may think they have, you know, I I gave a a proactive response, you know, in which Kali can help you. But with Pele, it's really just about embracing you and welcoming your power because everyone has their own power that they can use, you know, to help them in whatever situation. And if you do feel powerless, remember, you can always recruit people. So don't think that because – You know, you are in some position where it's just like, oh, I I really can't do this because, you know, fill in the blank. Please don't feel that way because that's not the case at all. You can be witty. You can use um, your resources, and that's what it's about, using your resources. So that's what the flower. And, again, you can get the flower. And some people do ask, do I – where can I buy this flower How can I, you know, how can I get it? Well, if you are in an area where you cannot get this flower, you can still Google a picture and you can use it that way because I understand that some people cannot get certain flowers or crystals. Pele, so for the crystal, the fire opal, because it awakens your divine fire, promotes sexual passion. So if we were to look at this from a chakra standpoint, your lower chakras deal with the, um, the self-power, the passion, the creativity. Yes, the, the blue chakra does, and your throat chakra deal with creativity, but that's more of um, from an artistic standpoint. Your lower chakras deal with the foundation and the creativity from a passionate standpoint, so you have to be passionate about what you do. And in Chapter 4, Part 2, uh, Igniting Your Element, um, I write here, by my right, may the divine spark of the earth, the air, the water, and the fire, and the spirit, and me, and night. And that's what you will eventually be doing. So when you start off working with whatever, whatever element you choose, but just because Pele isn't associated with fire, because you start off with one element, you will eventually work your way around to working with the other elements. But... For some people, the fire element is really great to start off with because, again, it, it, it ignites. It just gets you going. It's, it's a boost of energy, and it helps you transform. And actually, I want to – there is a chart that I have here that will tell you which God um, is associated with um, an element. And I will go over that list. So actually, I'll start from the beginning here. So Isis, her elements are air fire, and water. Freya, earth, air, fire, and water. Quyen is just water. Bridget is uh, air, fire, and water. Athena is air. Dana is earth and water. Kale, all the elements. Lilith is air and fire. Keridwen is just water. Lakshmi is water. Aphrodite is water, Pele is fire, and Ishild, and that's guys I will be talking about is water. So the purpose of me creating this list is because people deal with different elements, and if if I was able to provide examples of how. Um, you can work with these elements, then that will help you to further connect with the goddess, just like I was saying with Aphrodite. Once you begin to fully love yourself, you're going to want to explore yourself even more. You want to, you know, go to the depths of your soul and beyond. And that's what this section will help you with. And I have here um, rituals for, you know, the earth, air, fire, water, and spirit. And that will really help you to um, get on board with, connecting, reconnecting with yourself. And remember that um I don't again because I, I get these emails and it keeps popping up in my mind. Do not beat yourself up if you're in a situation where maybe you're not giving yourself enough self love or, you know, you're not feeling like a trailblazer right now. You feel like your pilot is out you know, your pilot is out again, we all go through these cycles. This is why I set up the book as a workbook that you can reference over and over and over again. So again, let's take a deep breath. <clears throat> and just release. And just remember, again, that um, working with these goddesses means that you, be, you will be working with different energies. And so in um, Chapter 2, Part 3, Evoking the Goddess and the Goddess Rituals, um, again, I just give examples of how you can work with the goddesses. Again, just further diving deep into how you can work with them. You can have a picture of Pele or of an erupting volcano. You can have a red, orange, or yellow candle because these are the colors associated with her. You can um, evoke Goddess Pele to your sacred space by saying, I invoke you, Goddess Pele, into my sacred space to grant me the ability to ignite my divine flame. May I have the passion for life, to live it to the fullest, to be of service and to excel in my spiritual domain. So let's just take a deep breath. (sighs) And again, you can ask yourself the questions. How can I have a passion for life? How can I live it to the fullest? How can I be of service and how can I excel in my spiritual domain? And all of that would just help you to embrace you. And just as I was saying earlier in the show, people will feel that energy and once they feel that, some of the people will actually take note, and then they will begin to change their lives. And again, like just like a domino effect, and someone else will feel it, change, feel it, change, feel it, change. Or you may be the one who helps uh, explain to people, "Hey, I, I see you're going through something. Here's how you can change that." You know, and some people keep in mind some people do not one help at that given time some people just need to go through whatever you know process they have to go through at the time but you can still um find other ways to help people but just keep that in mind because sometimes you know people can get in certain situations where it just doesn't go right and your attention is to help so definitely uh keep that in mind And let's see, I'm flipping through the chapters here. I have so many tabs and so many things I want to talk about, but of course time is limited. Okay. And I wanted to say the To Be God a Sacred Prayer because I I really like this prayer. And I remember when I created this prayer and I thought... um, Oh, my goodness! This is really deep! <laughs> I was so nervous and I, and, and I, I just remember even beginning um in the beginning when I was writing the book and having ideas for the book i I just remember being so nervous and thinking, "Oh my goodness, people are going to think i'm crazy <laughs> why Why don't I just write about angels because you know people a lot of people are willing to accept angels, but when you talk about goddesses, sometimes people give you the look like, okay. (laughs) But I'm going to say this To Be Goddess prayer because I think it's really cool and um, I'm very happy to have uh, written it and I think it'll be really helpful. So the To Be Goddess sacred prayer, Goddess, help me to remember who I am and what it is I'm meant to do. Grant me the wisdom, clairvoyance, compassion, strength, and the ability to understand what needs to be done without further ado. Illuminate my path to show me the way. Show me how to use my gifts by visiting me in my dreams every night and every day. To be goddess is the path. To be goddess is who I am. To be goddess is a way of life for me. I bathe in the elements and reconnect with all that is. I radiate beauty and light for all eternity. So it, that sacred prayer um, really involves all the aspects of the goddesses. The book, you know, just even with, um, where the illuminating my path, Pele will help you with that. Um, you know, compassion, Kwan Yin will help you with that. Wisdom, Athena, you know, and so forth. So every every prayer decree. So forth in this book has multiple meanings behind it, and that's another reason why I I love the the, the format of the decrees and the prayers because it has so much meaning to it. And next, the final goddess, goddess Isil, Mayan moon goddess of healing life cycles, mother goddess of Mayan deities, also known as Lady Rainbow. Her symbols are the jaguar, rainbow, the color white, and water. And I had to tell you, I was in um, – the story I'm about to tell you is one of the main reasons why uh, Goddess Ishil is in the book. I was in Mexico with my best friend, and I was – I think it's the second – yeah, it was the second time I was in Mexico. And we were at a resort. We were sitting on the beach. She went out for a swim, and I was just sitting there, and I was – meditating and i was drawing goddess symbols in the sand so you know the spiral and so forth and i just kept hearing accepted and i I just thought oh oh, okay i guess you know the the goddesses are you know please i was just drawing more symbols i kept hearing accepted accepted i'm just sitting there enjoying the waves and the next thing i know that the waves get pulled back and i'm not that far away from um where the seats are located, so I'm kind of in the middle, like enough for the waves to come up, and you know my feet to get a little wet. And so what I'm trying to say is that the sand was low; it wasn't clumpy, there wasn't anything I, you know, in the way. I looked left to right many a times because I was just enjoying the air. Okay, so I heard accepted, accepted, accepted a couple of times. The waves pulled back, and I see this big rock. And I actually have it with me here. I'm trying to turn around because I, I put it somewhere. Here it is. And so I actually saw this big rock it's uh it's like it's white and kind of peachy tan in color, and I thought, oh my goodness this I just took it as a gift from the from the goddess um and I know that um uh, I was beginning to learn more about the goddesses um, located in Mexico and so forth and <clears throat> so I went home and I just started reading more and more and more about Goddess Ishi. It was just like an instant connection, so that's just my little story, and that's another reason why I say this. You know, take note of things you do when you meditate. Who you want to connect with while you're meditating, and so forth, because it all matters. Even you know the the slightest um, um, message you receive. Just when I was just hearing accepted, you know, as, and and I talk about spiritual gifts as well. As you begin to work with divine beings, whether it's angels, goddesses, fairies, your higher self. Your spiritual gifts will begin to heighten because you're practicing. Just like anything else, you know, if you want to get fit, you you would lift weights or do yoga. You constantly practice to scope your body, and so forth. In this case, your, your my spiritual gifts were being heightened. So I was clear audience. I was clearly hearing messages. You know, I, I clearly felt I was doing the right thing. Clear sentient, all very helpful um, along your. Your path as you unlock your your spiritual gifts as you go through the journey of self discovery and actually before I get into um, how you can work with Goddess Pele via uh, crystals and and flowers I want to talk a little bit about um, the domain in which you reign supreme because when I was when I was doing the when I was creating the signs and the sand and stuff like that, I was really owning my domain. I was just really standing my ground and saying, hey, I, this is what I want to do. I want to work with the goddesses. And and that's another um, meaning of the book. It's because you want to, you know, because you, you want to go on this journey of self-discovery because you want to um, understand more about yourself. So uh, chapter 7... Uh, let me see. I think it's in part three here. I mean, flip back a little bit. Excuse me, part two. So part two is the God as you are. And part two really is all about you. And it's, and, and chapter seven, is the domain in which you reign supreme. And I have here a, a quote from Steve Jobs. Have the courage to follow your heart and intuition. They somehow already know what you truly want to become. Everything else is secondary. And that's true. When when you are on a path to owning your domain and your domain being um, what you want to do. So I made um, several examples here. So if you are on a path to becoming a chef, you know, your your domain would be, you know, cooking, providing that, you know, great excellence of food. If you are on a path to becoming a singer, you know, you're, Your domain would be, you know, music or, you know, being an artist and so forth. And I just state here, this is it. This is the cherry on top of the icing on top of the cake. And guess what? You're not only going to have your cake, but you're going to eat it as well. If we were to look at this book as having two major themes, then your domain would be the second theme. To Be God's would be the first. Previous chapters are Rediscovering Yourself. You have come to the part where you claim your domain. This is your turf where you are the expert in the subject matter. This is your livelihood. This is you. And then I talk about what does it mean to be you and how to um, um, transform. Or actually, the, I actually explained the transformation I underwent. And I have here a quote from Oprah at, at Oprah Winfrey: As you become more clear about who you really are, you'll better. You'll be better able to decide what is best for you the first time around. And that's another perk of owning what you do and owning, you know, who you are. No one else is going to be able to say, you should do this, you should do that. You can seek counsel, you know, you can ask for suggestions and advice, but no one is going to tell you what's best for you. So, again, um, it's one of my favorite chapters, and I created a chart here. And uh, to help you discover your domain, and the one column is what you're great at. And you can totally make this up. So if you're a great blogger, you know, what will be your domain? Writing, uh, communication. So one column I have for great at, and the next column I have your possible domain name. So I have friends that travel a lot. So I wrote here, Travel Goddess, Domain of Paradise, because they travel to really nice places. <laughs> and I would imagine that to be paradise. Um cooking goddess domain of delight um sporty goddess, domain of good competition, business goddess, the domain of business relations, um tattoo goddess, domain of creative expression, so all this is just really you owning um your domain, really stepping up, taking that to some extent a calculated risk, and again, that's what happened when I was working with um the goddesses in um Mexico and uh, Ixchel just happened to be the one to answer so next um in, invoking ishiel into your your um your sacred space which can be your home which could be the area in which you're praying and so forth so i have her accepting and receiving healing because that is one of her her goals is to help people to heal and you can have a picture of Ishil or a rainbow or a mayan pyramid i, I bought some little pyramids um replicas from the um, from the little stores and you can have a green or white candle Um, and then i have here since the rainbow is associated with each show a collection of candles is acceptable so if you want to have a whole rainbow of candles or maybe you could find a specialty uh, candle that is uh, decorated with all the colors that would be perfect And then you can invoke Goddess Ishael into your sacred space by saying, I invoke you, Goddess Ishael, into my sacred space to grant me the ability to help uh, be a superb healer and to be able to accept healing. And um, Ishil is spelled I-X-C-H-E-L. And I just love it because, again, this book is um, huge in the healing process. So... um, flowers associated actually this isn't a flower but it was in the flower therapy book by doreen virtue and robert Reed. that's where i I got my information for um the the purpose of a flower and i just asked the goddesses through meditation based on the purpose of the flowers and so forth, which would you like to be associated with you and so ishi was the cactus because it's it represents healing Go figure! I would never think of a cactus to represent Haley, but apparently, that's the meaning. And crystal wise, rainbow moonstone. The rainbow moonstone is a beautiful moonstone. And if you are curious where you can buy crystals, you can email me at tia dot johnson at violetcenturyspot dot com, and I'll give you a, a whole list of um um. Uh, Websites you can go to, and I think in my 30-page workbook I give to newsletter subscribers, I list um, um, websites where people can go to. I'm pretty sure I I did for uh, crystals. So anyway, rainbow moonstone, spiritual healing, the uh, the the meaning behind it is that it promotes spiritual healing, encompasses love and light. The malachite is also another um, crystal you can use to work with a shell, even though the malachite isn't technically a crystal, but for, you know, All purposes, Uh, malachite just doesn't know it is toxic if ingested. So make sure you keep this crystal away from, you know, your cat or whatever whoever may swallow, you know, um, that um, malachite. Malachite promotes deep healing and absorbs negative energy. I noticed um, I I was reading somewhere that nurses tend to wear malachite um, because it helps absorb. Um, The negative energy, because sometimes people, families are in the room and it gets hectic. So they tend to wear that. Um, Yeah, so that's that's uh, the crystal you can use. And I have here in chapter, let's see what chapter is this? this is chapter seven, moon cycles and other associations of the goddess in part three. Pele's Divine Flame Decree. And I write, as I dive into my lower chakras, a volcanic eruption comes forth and my divine flame has ignited. For this is my divine purpose to accept my power. I won't fight it. I shall wield this power for my highest good and use this power passionately. I will never doubt myself or my path. This is the new me. I have a burning desire to complete my goals and as such i am a trailblazing i am trailblazing a juggernaut i am a goddess to be i set myself free my intentions are always positive and i deflect any negativity fire is my element and i am always transforming like a phoenix i will always rise so again the i just love doing this and it shows uh Eshiel's nurturing message, I am the healing goddess, and as such, I lend you the rainbow. Glide across the rainbow and connect with each color, understanding its healing abilities. To be nurturing is to be compassionate. To be goddess is to be a healer. Connecting with me is to connect with other goddesses. Thus, we tap into the ultimate healing power of the universe, perpetual healing. Respect the land, respect the colors, respect the goddesses, respect who you are, respect the power of healing, and you will see that you will be healed as well. Allow the rainbow droplets to fall upon you and be absorbed into your chakras and become the radiant goddess you are. So part three of the book is really a continuation. It it focuses on after the book. So (laughs) this is... um, a main reason why uh, I wanted the the last chapters to be a continuation because I wanted people to be able to say, okay, that was a great book and I can apply what I learned. I don't want them, I don't want anyone to read a book and say, oh, that was a great book. And then they put it down and maybe they read it again at a later date, you know, because I want them to use it continuously as a book of reference. I want this book to be, the material in the book to be um, something that's easy, applicable throughout the life of the reader. And I also wanted to make sure that um, I can take care after the fact. You know, what happens after you read the book? And, and this is it. I actually end the book with, um, as I flip the page here, I end the book with the charge of the goddess. And um, normally, the Charge of the Goddess is is, is uh, read at the beginning of a ritual. Um, but I wanted to make that at the end because you really are starting a new chapter of your life, and I state that. Um, the Charge of God is a century-old time-honored speech that is normally read at the beginning of a Wiccan, which is the wisecraft ritual by a high priestess. But, you know, again, you're on your your your, your solidary path to you know deep self-discovery, spiritual growth, reconnecting with yourself, with other goddesses, and beyond. And so I just thought that having that at the end was really important because, again, you're starting a new chapter of your life. You're ending this book with the charge of the goddess, but you're also starting it, starting the rest of your life with the charge of the goddess. So... That completes my month long recap, you know, discussion, um, uh, whatever of whatever you wanna call it, of the book to be goddess. I hope to see people at the book launch party on May eighth at the Please Touch Museum. People have already read R R S V P and I'm so excited to uh to meet people and uh and uh, and formally present the book. It's more than just a book signing. There will be food and drinks, Q&A session. It's going to be fun. So if you haven't already RSVP'd and you would like to, if you will be in the Philadelphia area on May 8th, you can just go to my website, com and then it's forward slash book dash launch dash party, or you can just go to Violet Spa forward slash events, scroll down, and you just click on um, RSVP here, and you can register. And I hope to see you there. So now i got to talk faster because the lady on Blog Talk Radio is like 60 seconds. So thank you, everyone, for listening, um, all that greatness throughout the month. If you want to listen to the older shows, the archive shows from previous Fridays talking about the goddesses and other parts of my book, you can just go to iTunes and look up Violet St. Trace Spy on a podcast, or you go to my website where um, the old shows are all, all listed just under the events tab, radio show, and you can listen to it there. So thanks again. I will not be on the air next Friday because I won't be in Philadelphia. I will be um, in Pittsburgh. So I will be back on air the following Friday because I will be doing a recap of the book launch party. So everyone have a wonderful weekend and I'll talk to you on May the 9th.